All right, next up. Oh yes, I get <laughs> I get have to win. Yeah, I'm, this is gonna be fun. So, all right, keepers. We got Devonte Adams, Darren Waller. Adams has been par for the course. Amazing receiver. Of course, you want to keep him. Uh, Waller had an amazing week one, but he is he's been nothing like he was last year. Um, that's a, a guy that could. Uh, benefit from rugs no longer being there for sure. Um, Keenan Allen uh, drafted in the third round. I mean, he had a decent game last week, but he, I think for a third round pick, he's definitely been a guy that's underperformed. It's been a lot of uh, Mike Williams being the guy there. Um, Gus Edwards being the fourth round draft pick. Obviously he tears his ACL like right after the draft, not long after and he was kind of the catalyst for for have having out and uh saying a season was done after what was it after four weeks, five weeks, something like that. I think four weeks. I think yeah. after four weeks. Yeah. So and then Mike and then he just goes on a kind of a run of, of these running backs. So it's Gus Edwards, torn ACL, drafted him in the fourth round. Mike Davis drafted him in the fifth round. He was supposed to be the guy that has all this volume, gets taken by uh Cordero Patterson he gets he does get Herbert in the sixth um which he was a part of that um just massive trade yeah uh and then he gets Trey Sermon the guy that I really wanted um got him in the seventh round and he's been an absolute bust yeah he's uh, horrible yeah he did get James Conner um in the eighth who has you know for a guy that is pretty much almost well i guess he's more than a vulture at the goal line but that's been the primary way that he's getting his points um he's been surprisingly good but then again he traded him Kenyon drake in the ninth subpar he traded him chark he got hurt curtis samuel he got hurt justin fields started really slow so i mean dang yeah jace's draft i mean I get, I think that I think his draft was the catalyst for the reason that he didn't do well this year. Yeah. Um and there was a lot of opportunity to hit and nobody really hit. So dang, dude. That's a rough draft. Yeah. It's it doesn't look good on paper. I mean, that's a rough draft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many injuries and so many guys not painting out. I mean, what do you what can you do but give it like a like a D minus? Yeah. It's not a total failure, but my gosh, uh, it's no wonder that he was he was upset with his team. Um, yeah. In season management, I don't even know how you quantify this because he quit playing for this year after week four. So uh, trading away his whole squad for Jonathan Taylor, who, to be f- fair, I mean, at least in this one respect, off. yeah, he's been absolutely incredible since the trade. Um, and I, I just think, like, how pissed is J-Mo, like, watching, like, okay, because he had a pretty decent team. Yeah. And then if if he'd have been playing like this. Yeah. Every week that goes by, he you know, does he wish that he would have had, you know, Eckler and Jonathan Taylor? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, just those two. That would insane one-two punch. Like, yeah. J- like, Jonathan Taylor's got 32 points in the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah, this is Derrick Henry esque. So, yeah, well, hopefully he. Never mind. I mean, the damage is done this week. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, it's hard to quantify Jace's GM skills. Um, we'll have to see next year, I guess, really is, yeah. is what it comes down to. He's had 90 acquisitions, so he's leading the league in that by a pretty comfortable margin. Yeah, even over me. pretty safe. I don't, I don't think anyone's touching that. Yep. Um, so it, inconclusive is the score that I would give him, and uh, he has no chance to make the playoffs. Uh, he has a, a chance to make a little bit of noise maybe in the – the consolation bracket, but uh, my thing is like, dude, I just wish, you know, especially after having Christian McCaffrey, I'm like, if I'm Jace, I'm gonna sweat all season and all off season until next year that like don't get hurt, Jonathan Taylor, don't have a major injury, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, because then if that happens, it's, it's just like, oh, it's all for not, you gotta hit the reset, but yeah, yeah, yeah. so. Because, like, um, he's probably going to, like, I don't know. He'll be at, like, the fifth or sixth pick, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he's going to be like, all right, well, I'll get, like, whatever the best stud is coming out next year. Yeah. Yeah, so for Jace, D- minus for draft, inconclusive for GM grade, and uh, no chance to make the playoffs. So that, that was that was our right, first. So now. Now we have a Debbie Downer. We've got we've got Team Gill. So his keepers were Kelsey and Zeke. Uh, Kelsey, he's the best tight end by a pretty significant margin. Um, those are hard to come by. Uh, so I get the I get the keeping him. Zeke, yeah. I think I was on record at the beginning of the season saying he was gonna suck this year. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Yeah, he looks great. He all the hard knocks look... videos of he's in incredible shape. The best. Yeah, I mean shape he is. Yeah, he's life. running. He's playing awesome. He's averaging yeah. fifteen point eight points a game. So yeah, uh, Stefan Diggs was his pick in the third. Um, <laughs> yeah, had a pretty um, pretty slow start to the season. Yeah. Uh, has lately picked it up a little bit. So, well, that's probably for the first pick of the non-keepers, probably not the return you want for that. But uh, Yeah, sure. You know, Amari Cooper, uh, great pick. He's kind of, he's hit or miss. He's pretty boomer bust. Like, he will come and ball out, or he will kind of disappear on you. Um, he's the 18th ranked wide receiver, but got him... Got him in the fourth round, so you know you can't be too upset with that. Yeah, Miles Gaskin, uh, he's the twenty-second ranked running back, averaging eight points a game. He got him in the fifth. That's not great. You're probably not too happy with that. And the sixth, he got Tom Brady, who is the number one quarterback and averaging twenty-five points a game, and just still. You know, the ageless wonder. I can't wait to discover what steroids he's on in 10 years once we figure it all out. Yeah, TB12 was actually like a very terrible... uh, The super drug. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's in six, but that's a great pick. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., bust pick. Like, he's had a horrible season. Marvin Jones, really good wide receiver, really bad team. He's probably not too happy with that. Michael Thomas, 
not gonna play a single down this year, so that's yeah, that's tough. That sucks. Um, Jamal that Williams sucks. <laughs> not doing good. Jarvis Landry. Um, Jarvis Landry hasn't done much, but you know he hasn't been a hundred percent this season. And with OBJ gone, like yeah. who knows how that'll end up? So I'm putting a TBD on that. Yeah. And then the rest of it's not really consequential. Just guys on his team. So, uh, man, let me see. For I probably say C plus, maybe a C. Because you just yeah. had too many guys that you drafted uh, that just didn't. Odell Beckham, Michael Thomas, Marvin Jones Jr. just did nothing for you. Yeah. So. And All as right. It, and so, so Gill is three and five in eighth place. Three and five in eighth place. I think he will be, unless something drastic happens, um, looking at his roster as it's currently put together. I think he might be joining me in the the AYO bracket, the all you others. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a GM, like, I don't know if I can do more than a C for that. Like, his he hasn't picked anyone up that's been like just over the moon helpful. Um, he shipped out Diggs for Pollard, who Pollard's good and like tons of upside, and I get the the desire to have the handcuff for the top number three running back. But uh, you know, yeah, when you hit, when you have Michael Thomas and OBJ sitting, yeah, there and he thought like when that when that yeah. thing went through, he thought he was gonna have like reinforcements, so yeah. he didn't he didn't have the knowledge he had now, right? That. So and if Michael Thomas comes back, you're look you're getting a top five wide receiver so he, he he at the time with all the facts that were there he had the ammo to make that trade but yeah yeah so i think i gotta just because how everything panned out i think i gotta go see um c draft uh cgm okay yeah it's nothing crazy yep all right next up we got uh, Brown Thunder. So Cree, dude, another guy that's been had had the injury bug. He, me and him had some talks today. We were talking about. Uh, I was asking him if he, are you ready to trade Chuba yet? He's got like one more week, and he's yeah. like, "Are you ready to trade Christian McCaffrey yet?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's gonna go anywhere. Um, love you, Jen. Um. So, yeah, he had Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Justin Jefferson as keepers. Obviously, Edwards-Hilaire getting injured, um, not great. So, and then Justin Jefferson, he's been fine, averaging 12 points. Um, yeah. Pr- probably a little less than he expected, but, yeah. Yeah, it's not, not quite the dominant player he was last year, but still really good. Yeah. So then he so he drafts Montgomery. Uh, Montgomery was good, but then he got hurt. Um, Kyler Murray got him in the fourth. He started off really hot, and then he's cooled off lately. He's dealing with an ankle injury, some kind of – I mean, I think still for the fourth round, you're still probably pretty happy with him. Deontay Johnson in the fifth, that's been a good pick. Um, you know, he's had a little bit of injury himself, but when he plays, he's got double figures in every game. 
Yeah. Um, TJ Hawkinson in the sixth has been okay. Um, he's kind of had a lull lately, but maybe picking back up. Then he's got, a, of course, his kicker in the seventh round, Bucker. Yeah, so insane. His position rank is 16th overall. God. E. So, but then he then he gets is Brandon Cooks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 16th, that's pretty good. Um, Brandon Cooks, he's had a good season. I think getting him in yeah. the eighth round, that's that's a good pick. Um, Devontae Booker in the ninth round has actually panned out as well as far as like, hey, you know, he drafted him thinking Saquon wasn't going to be healthy, and sure, you know, sure enough, he's gotten four good yeah. weeks out of him. So great pick in the, in the ninth round, and then tenth round got Antonio Brown, who when he's been healthy this year has has been lights out. Um, but don't know really what's going on with him or how long he might be out. So, and then dang, he got Chuba Hubbard in the thirteenth. Man, his his predictions of like, hey, this this uh, handcuff is going to come in handy have been pretty spot on. Um. So yeah, not spectacular draft, but definitely a lot of value along the way and guys to fill in. So I'll give him a B okay. for his draft. And then um, just looking at his squad now, um, he is, he, I feel, I feel bad for him in this respect. He started, he rolled the dice, man. He was like J Dave rolling the dice this week. He was like, ah, oh, Mike White, Dude, let's do yeah. it. Gosh. The White Lotus I think some people have called him. Yes, I think I heard that on Bill Simmons. Insane, <clears throat> insane move. And he had another quarterback. Yeah, he didn't have to do that. Oh, did he? Did he? Oh, he had a uh, Kyler, and he was worried that Kyler wasn't going to play. Dang, that stinks to pick up a Thursday QB and roll the dice, yeah. and then Mike White. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. How, um, he didn't come back in. I'm assuming, but he had a good no, first quarter. Play- like he's not playing. Like I'm Gosh. He had a good first quarter, had a, you know, seven for 11, 95 yards and a touchdown, and then he gets hurt and not playing. And I, I think Kyler Murray's probably going to play this weekend. Yeah. Dang, dude. That's like me on waivers where I'm like, oh, I'm going to pick this guy. Oh, no. I'm yep. gonna, yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. Oh, man. That's things. It'll get you. Yeah. Um, I, I will say I think that John's done a good job um, – where he's picked up some guys that have really helped out. He picked up uh, Daryl Williams um, through free agency for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. You know, he yeah. spent money on him, but it was it was a good pickup. And then um, the Cowboys D has been pretty good. Yeah. Like a lot better than people thought, I'm sure. And, um, yeah, so he's been fighting a lot of injury. So I'll give him a, I'll give him a B- minus as well for manager yeah. managerial and then he's four and four he's like two points behind me i think that's it like two points behind me and the points four and so he's he's got plenty good shot of making the playoffs um especially as his guys are getting healthy um i don't know he seems like his team needs somebody to break out for him to like have the ceiling to compete with some of those other teams at the top so i think he can make the playoffs but i'm not sure that he's going to make a lot of noise unless his team can get really healthy and then some of those guys play like he's hoping they would, like a Justin Jefferson, Deontay Johnson. So, yeah. Yep. All right, we got we are down to the final three teams here to give our midseason grades. We've got, oh, we got your squad 
Porter and JMO. Do you want to go ahead and tackle Porter and then I'll yeah yeah I'll do evaluate yours. I'll do Porter real quick. Cool. Um, so uh, Porter had two keepers, um, Antonio Gibson, and he traded for Patrick Mahomes uh, before the season started, and I think thus in doing so cursed him this year. Yeah. So yeah. way to go, Porter! Thanks for killing my. Um, favorite texas tech football player of all time <laughs> yeah uh um, man, and antonio it's, it's been rough yeah and antonio gibson was his keeper like had a really good season last year but just i mean he's the number 19 running back um just definitely not the production you want from your keeper yep uh so i'd have to gotta knock him for that as well um, James Robinson was his third round pick. Uh, he's the thirteenth, the thirteenth ranked running back, and uh, he started off really slow, and then on a went on a four game tear. Uh, that was really good, and he's ranked. Yeah, he's ranked at thirteen, but I think just those two games hurt him more than. Uh, yeah, he's been a stud. Yeah, so I think he's probably pretty happy with that. Then he went uh, Chase Claypool in the fourth, who's also been pretty disappointing. I thought he was going to be the dude in Pittsburgh this year, but it seems that uh, that Deontay Johnson is the wide receiver one, and I thought it was going to be Claypool. Javante Williams in the fifth, uh, running back, rookie running back for Denver, a lot of upside, hasn't really been given the chance to sh shine or take over that starting role so you're probably pretty disappointed with that as well until that like it might pay off later in the season and he ends up being a stud but so far that's not the case then in the six kenny galladay who's been pretty trash this year uh and he's got daryl henderson in the seventh round which is a really good pick mm -hmm. um so he's the number ninth ranked running back he's averaging over 15 points a game so that was a really good one. Kenneth Gainwell, another dude with just potential. Um, yeah, he's had like two good games. Other than that, done nothing. Ramondre Stevenson had one good game, and he wasn't even on Porter's team for it. Uh, then Johnny Smith was hurt, um, hadn't really done anything. That's kind of a bummer picking the 10th. So he's going to get in the 11th round. He drafted Michael Pittman. And I think he which dropped is him. A, he did. Oof, but yeah. that is a great draft pick. So I got to give him points for that on the draft. Yeah. But for every point I give him on the draft, I will always, I will also have to take away from him on the GM side. Sure. Because right now Pittman is the 13th. Uh, ranked wide receiver and has scored over um, you know he's he's got 11 points so far tonight had 23 the week before that 17 the week before that so he's turned into a little bit of a stud so while I will have to say the Daryl Henderson draft pick was really good uh, the James Robinson draft pick really good and the Michael Pittman draft pick was really good even though he didn't uh, keep him yeah 
Uh, the rest of the draft was just really disappointing so far. So I think I got to go with maybe a C- minus for draft. Mm. Maybe – no, that's not fair. I'll get, like, he, got D, he got Henderson pretty late and Pittman. Yeah. I'll go C+. Plus. All right. C+. Plus. All right. And now let's go to the transaction counter. So BEY Willis had 67 uh, transactions. Healthy movement. Yep. One trade, and that was for Mahomes, thus ending his career. Way to go. Thanks a lot for that again. <laughs> You're ruining his career. And uh, so Porter has a tendency to, to hoard running backs. Right. Um, which, he's, which he's done again this season. I think how many does he have on his roster? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine running backs. Out of 16 Out of 16 spots, spots yes. Uh, his, um, he picked up Pat Fairmuth off free agency, who's, uh, I think, a pretty good snag. Um, right. He's looked good through the last couple of games, and I think he could end up being a pretty uh, consistent tight end, which if you don't have one of like, the top three tight ends in the league, consistency is all you can ask for. Yeah. Um, his wide receivers are pretty lackluster. Uh, Van Jefferson, Chase Claypool, who's really underperformed, and Rashad Bateman, who has potential, but that's all he got is potential. Yeah. Um, so he got he did get Elijah Mitchell. He got him like yeah, 15 yeah, minutes before did. kickoff that yeah. one Sunday, who yeah. has turned out to be a great pickup. Um, he got Khalil Herbert, where he spent like 300-something fab for him. Turned out to be a pretty good yeah, snag as well. Yeah, he's been a stud. Yeah, and just the one trade. So, I mean, why will I do got to knock him for dropping Pittman. He did, like you said, he had two or three, I think, pretty decent additions Yeah, with Elijah Mitchell, Fairmuth, and... Um, Khalil Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, he's, what, he's three and five. He got a win over me last week. Um, I think he's probably, I think he's going to end up in the loser's bracket with me. I don't really think he's got a roster that can win it all this year. Yeah. My uh, thing is, like, with somebody like Porter, it's like, man, okay, I, I get that running backs are really valuable. And you certainly have a lot of good ones. Well, and you can only play three at a time. You can only play three at a time. And man, if if he were able to make a trade, like he could really help his team out. Um, like stockpiling all those running backs is not gonna. No, I mean they're not, like if you don't turn them into value, all they are yeah. is just gonna hurt your team. <laughs> right. Uh, so I think I'm gonna go C minus GM, even though he's his uh three really good additions the. Um, subtraction of uh, the wide receiver for the Pittman dropping him and his just inability to do anything with his assets. I think it really hurt him. Yeah. Because he's got the tools to turn that into someone that could be a difference maker on his roster. He's just hasn't done it. Yeah. So a C minus with room for improvement. All right. Okay. Um, so second to last here we got your squad so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to run through quickly here we got aj brown and joe mixon as keepers joe mixon has i mean been everything you could have wanted in a keeper getting a ton of volume 
running back rank is four. AJ Brown's been nicked up, but the last two weeks he scored over 20 points in, in each game. He's finally becoming the guy that you hoped he would be. Um, so good keepers. Josh Jacobs, you drafted him in the third round. I, th- I think he's underperformed and he's been nicked up, um, but not not terribly underperforming. Um, and then you got uh, McLaurin. That was a good pick. He's done fine for a fourth-round wide receiver. But then Raheem Mostert, he got injured yeah. after like two plays. Two plays, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. So him in the fifth, Dak in the sixth, he's been a little banged up. Um playing fine when he does play, uh, playing well, I should say. Devontae Smith in the seventh, rookie wide receiver with some potential, but, man, their offense just doesn't support any kind of real receiver. So I'd, I'd say he's been kind of a disappointment even in the seventh. Higby in the eighth, he's been okay. And then Michael Carter in the 11th, he's starting to really look like a good pick just based on his the volume that they're starting to give him. Had 25 points last week, was the number one scorer. So if you get that kind of – guy in the 11th round that's a great pick then we got philip Lindsay, blake jarwin elijah moore greg Zerline, colt so kind of inconsequential guys to end um i'd say you, you haven't really your keepers were great you haven't really had any home run guys that you drafted um but you did have some value in the later rounds and some disappointments up front so i think for a draft i might give you a c plus maybe b minus somewhere in there that's fair so your transactions, you're a you're a mover and a shaker in the season, but usually I would say, but this this year, only twenty seven yeah moves, which is pretty low I think for you. I feel I, like I would agree, but you have had three trades. Um, you traded away Josh Jacobs and Lamar Jackson. No, you traded away Josh Jacobs. Who did you get in return? Uh, I traded. Cordero Patterson for Lamar Jackson. That's right. And then I traded Lamar Jackson and Josh Jacobs for DeAndre Swift. Nice. So, I mean, getting DeAndre Swift is can be really good for you. You've picked up. I remember you picked up Jerry Judy like right after he went on injured reserve, and so you've been you've been waiting patiently for like five, six weeks. Um, He's starting to come back and get acclimated. Um. You're you're just kind of doing your usual thing where you're you're picking up everybody else's trash, being a little catfish, right? And it's it's turning into some pretty decent guys that you're having to wait on. Um, like I think your starting roster could compete pretty much with anybody. Kind of like what you said earlier, you can kind of compete with anybody in the league going forward. It's just now that you're you're two and six, right? And with how random things can be from week to week and things you can't control. Like I, I agree. I think your your playoff chances are slim to none. But you're playing against Jace this week, Gil next week. Yeah. And then your last four are against playoff guys, Cree, Riggs, Ian, and TK. So I hope you just So I hope I can knock one of them out. Knock them all out. Just make them suck farts and uh Yeah. And and not make the playoffs so I can make the playoffs. All right, so we're down to our last our last pooper. Yep. J-Mo you're, Bunny. You going to bring it home? CD's nuts. Double <laughs> CD's. <laughs> All right, so his keepers, CD Lamb and Jonathan Taylor. Um, great. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's doing... They both had kind of slow starts, though. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, 
or I guess CeeDee Lamb had a pretty booming first two games, but then kind of slowed down. But he's picked back up. Like, CeeDee Lamb's fine. He's the 12th ranked ranked wide receiver, and I think he's going to stay in that top 12 range for the rest of the season. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor is going off. He's the number two running back in the league and probably going to move into number one after this week. Yeah. Uh, Austin Eckler, number three uh, running back. So, again, another excellent pick. Uh, then in the fourth round, Tyler Lockett, uh, the number 19th wide receiver. Um, had a couple bad games uh, with Russ being out, but, I mean, last week put up had uh, 12 receptions for 142 yards. Um, so he's been really good. I mean, you'd be pretty happy with getting that in the fourth round. Uh, Jerry Judy in the fifth. Uh, he's been hurt all season. So, you know, that's probably a bit of a disappointing pick. Then in the sixth, he had Sony Michelle, who's been a disappointment, hasn't really done anything. Then the yeah, seventh. I thought he was going to be more of a. <laughs> 1B to Darren yeah, Anderson's 1A. That's, that's what they were saying, but he pretty much has been all B. Yeah, yeah, B team. Yeah. B, B on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we got uh, Mike Gusecki in the seventh, who, you know, like tight ends, it's hard to come, hard to get value there, but he's the number three tight end in the league, so probably pretty pumped about... Uh, wow, that's shocking even to me, like, I didn't realize he was number three. And I think, like, he Dang. dropped him and picked him up again. Yeah. But, yeah, still, like, you're really happy getting that value yeah, in definitely. the seventh round. Ryan Tannehill, he got in the eighth and is the 13th-ranked quarterback, so not bad. I mean, you know, that's usually where, uh, like, the quarterback run usually starts a little earlier than that. So you're pretty, you're probably pretty happy with that. LaVisca Chenault Jr. in the ninth hadn't done anything. Trevor Lawrence hadn't done anything. Tunyon hasn't done anything. And yeah, he's on down the line, like, just pretty much pretty inconsequential the rest of the draft. Yeah. Uh, but I have to say, like, uh, awesome beginning to the draft. So, C.D. Lamb, Jonathan, you got your first three picks. You have the two uh, – you have the number two and the number three running back um the the later rounds of the draft not so good so i think i gotta go with a b plus a minus draft dang you really like those those top four guys dude i do i thought that was amazing but what brings me to my next uh grade which is going to be a little less is the gm grade yeah so so to be fair, so the GM part, maybe we include the fact that he traded for Jonathan Taylor, which was a pretty great move. No, he traded. He gave him away. Well, sorry. I meant uh, before the draft. Before the draft, he traded away oh, Mahomes yeah. okay. and got yeah, Jonathan you, Taylor. You're right. You're right. I forgot, that he was, I forgot that he was, that that was the trade. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. Well, then that's an excellent uh GM move. Yeah. It's just he had to go undo it by yeah, yeah, uh, right. trading him away. Yep. Um, and the other guys, like pickups that he has now. Uh, 
It's hard he, to know who he's picked up because he just yeah, in the he, trade he got yeah, he eight people. He got pretty much all of Jace's <laughs> draft for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. And if you're looking at it right now, you're thinking he, Jace didn't give you enough. Yeah, Jace, you didn't draft good enough. Still. Yeah, you still didn't draft good <laughs> enough. So I still got to knock knock him off for that. And he picked up James Connor. Uh, no, he got nope. that in that yep, trade. Yeah. Or trade, yeah. Yeah, so he didn't like AJ Green and Ty Johnson are his pickups from free agency. Um, Currently, yeah. Yeah. So I think I got to give him like a C plus uh, GM just for giving away the number two running back in the league who's probably yeah. going to move into number one by the end of the season because Derrick Henry's done. Yeah, dang. It's, it is. I think it'd be tough to think about what might have been. Yeah, because like you're, if he's got Herbert, or, well, I guess he wouldn't have Herbert, but if he just had Eckler, Taylor, and CD Lamb. Lamb, just start there. And then, like, dude, that's like those. Those are enough. Oh, and yeah. and Tyler you and know. Tyler Lockett and Tyler Lockett. Oh like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You've got two great wide receivers and two great running backs that can yep. win you a week. For sure. You can fill in the rest. So, yeah, I think I got to go C-plus for the – because while he did have great, uh, great GM move by getting Jonathan Taylor, he had a horrible GM move by giving him away. And yeah. also he might need to share some of this blame for ruining Mahomes' career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, J-Mo's sitting at 3-5. and five. He does have $591 left in his fab budget. What's what's your uh, prediction rest of the season? I kind of feel like this late in the season, you're probably not getting anyone off the waiver wire that's going to like win you the league. I think all of those, I mean, there's exceptions, but I feel like for the most part, there's not anyone sitting out there on the waiver wire that everyone else doesn't know about, like if yeah. they're there at all. Um, I think he's still got a shot, I think, to compete for the sixth spot. Um, just because of how close that is at the middle, like he's only he's only two wins away from being um, in third place, and he's playing he's playing TK, so he could you know he could uh, take one down and move him up. So I think he's still got a fair shot of making it to the playoffs. I don't think he's got enough firepower to win the league. Yeah. But I do think he's got enough to get in. Yeah. Fair. Well, we did it. We gave everyone our midseason grades uh yeah. that are don't mean anything and are completely inconsequential. Yeah. And and in two weeks we'll look really dumb and like be wrong. Yeah, for sure. All right. Before we go real quick. Do you yes. have another thing to talk about, or do you? That was it. That's okay. the show. You want the you want the hypo of the week? Yeah, let's do it. This is a short one, but it is a, a good one. Okay. okay. Where are you pulling these from? I gotta know. Is there no, a website? This <laughs> like no. I just like I I'm stealing this one actually. I heard it on the radio this week. Okay. Um. All right. Would you rather every time you have to get in or out of your car? you have to fight a chicken to the death or once a year on a random day, you have to fight a chimpanzee with a sword. Oh my gosh. To the death. Oh yeah. Def- it's easy in the moment 
to to say like give me the chicken because chimpanzee with the sword no you, know you have a sword oh you have a sword and you're fighting yeah. a chimpanzee but or, still like it's okay I thought you were saying a chimpanzee no, flying tree to tree with a sword in his would hand. Kill you. Like, you would stand no chance. You would stand no chance against oh a chimpanzee with a sword. Oh, man. You have the sword. You'll need the sword. Yeah, I'm like, dude, they got, they got opposable thumbs. They're probably yeah, pretty, no, they can, pretty well coordinated. They're way, stronger, they can... they're way stronger than you already. No, you need the, the sword okay. is for you, yes. my friend. Yeah, good. Okay, well, that, that changes things a little bit. Um, dang. Okay, yeah, I've got the sword. What what who's what famous sword is this? Is this like the? It's a basic, well-made like Kill sword. Bill, Kill Bill sure. sword. Yeah, you can have a you can have a Kill Bill sword. Okay, that'll work. Yeah, super sharp katana. Yeah, I want something sort that's of your legit. choosing, but it's just a okay. sh- sword. It can't be like a gun sword. It's just a sword. <laughs> <It can't laughs> yeah, can I have a sword with like an AR-15 yeah, attached you know, to it? Um, okay. Well, that changes things a little bit. I will say right off the bat, it's easy to say like, okay, definitely a chicken. Cause I probably face very little chances of myself, you know, dying. Yeah. yeah. I think the caveat here is my gosh, how annoying is it going to be that I have to kill a chicken every, every time, time I get out of my stinking car? Imagine- It'll definitely, yeah, go ahead. Imagine you're pulling up to small group, like you were yesterday, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, hey, Brian's coming." Brian, hey guys, you get like, out, and then you have to fight, fight a chicken, chicken to the death in front of everyone. Like, oh my god, what are you doing? Hey guys, let's let's give Brian. Brian and Mariah just got here with their kids, but we have to yeah, wait a minute. He's yeah, gonna just have to kill this chicken. Why? <laughs> why? Oh yeah, because I don't. Some he's got to kill this chicken. I don't. There will be another one there when they leave. So I don't know. I don't know yeah. where they come from. Yeah, we probably won't get many new members into our small group because they're just yeah. going to think how freaking crazy it is that keep yeah. killing a chicken every time I show up. Um, yeah, it, it made me find... I'm trying to find ways to, to be green, to be more, you know, eco-friendly, ride a bike, yeah. take a okay, train, yeah. you know. Yeah, public transport. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to have to take the kids. We're going to move to New York City and get a lot of public transit, okay. you know. Yeah, there's no there's no public transportation in Mansfield. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's what I would choose is I would choose the chicken thing and then we're just going to have to move to a major city cuz I'm yeah. not I'm not doing that every day. <laughs> but I'm definitely not like multiple times a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Hey, oh, I was going to I was going to go get some milk. We ran out of milk, but I just Man, don't want to mess with. I don't want to kill another chicken. Damn chicken! <laughs> uh, yeah, and I don't, I definitely don't want to be messing with a freaking chimpanzee and have a real yeah, like once man, a year like you're is, really staring death in the yeah, face. Yeah, it is like. I mean, you'd have to spend half that year training. Yeah, like cause that is not a game. Yeah, or you spend you know most of your life becoming some master samurai so that you yeah. get really good at it and then like what if you're just like you know after five years if you make it five years you're just like an insanely good swordsman and that's over and it's like oh this is just one weird day and then the rest of the Mm. year is normal that's true that's true but you got to be on your p's and cute kids you slip up one time (laughs) 
Mighty Joe yeah. Young is taking you down, bro. Yeah, you're gonna be in your in your seventies, and all of a oh, sudden, eventually that chimp's gonna win. It's gonna oh, be for like sure. All of my fallen brethren before me. Yeah, you're definitely getting somebody to put the pill on your face oh. before you get to seventy years old. <laughs> I don't want to face that damn chimp. That chimpanzee's just gonna be in your doorway, <laughs> and not yet. But also, yeah. equally, you're like in your seventies, and you gotta. Well, I guess yeah, you could still, still gotta, seventy. You could still, still stomp yeah. out a chicken at seventy. Yeah, they'll be pecking your feet. You won't even feel yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I got I got bad circulation in these feet anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I haven't felt any sensation down there since <laughs> two thousand thirty-seven. <laughs> yes, yeah. So that's my answer. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm moving to a big city. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to kill a chicken. Very seldom because I'm yeah. taking public transport. Okay, I what do you got? What's... I'm, I probably I agree. I think I take chicken. There's just too <laughs> many wild card factors with the chimpanzee. It'll be it'll be super inconvenient and like I'm gonna hate going to the grocery store or just running errands. But but your life won't be in peril. Exactly, and I'd probably like get real good at like butchering chickens. Yeah, yeah. My mamma, she used to. Uh... I mean, she used to go out, and when they were going to eat a chicken, she would yeah. just go grab one by the neck and twirl it and wring its neck, yeah. snap its neck. So, yeah, that's probably your... You probably get pretty good at that, too. Yeah. So, yep, there it is. <laughs> well, that was a good one. I yep. enjoyed that one. Yeah, that was fun. Well, cool. Well, that's it for uh, Week 8's podcast. Yep. Or week nine, rather. Week nine? Week nine. Over halfway through the season. So, good luck out there. Good night, poopers. Good night.